Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, and as a Reiki master teacher and energy practitioner, am delighted to discuss another alternative healing modality that allows a connection to universal energy and can redirect or unblock the flow of energy to restore a sense of well-being and calm. I am delighted to welcome Alexis Brink, author of The Art of Jin Shin. Hello, Alexis, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within today. Hi, I'm very happy to be here, Cheryl. Alexis, as listeners of Healing from Within have come to expect over the years, my guests and I share intimate stories of our infinite potential as soul beings having a physical life for the main purpose, I believe, to simply remember the power within that we have to create with our thoughts, attitudes, and actions, a world that brims with possibilities for expansion and the evolution of our human and spiritual condition. In other words, we are energy alive within a universe of energy and as such uh, must come to understand the metaphysical aspects of both our physical and divine life force. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Alexis Brink will share the story of Japanese healing, the Japanese healing art of energy medicine, which although related to acupressure, acupuncture, and massage therapy is not a physical manifestation or a manipulation of tissue and uses only minimal pressure. It involves a gentle touch of fingers and hands to redirect or unblock the flow of energy along the body's 52 points called safety energy locations. We will learn the benefit and ways to help ourselves as well as perhaps gather a greater understanding of who we are and how we can improve our lives, both physically and spiritually. I always love, Alexis, to ask my guests to think back to their childhood or earlier time and remember a person, place, or event that may have shown them or others the lifestyle, work, or values they might embrace as adults because I think we come in with a plan within our soul and we just start to awaken and become aware of what really moves us, our heart, our spirit, and we find our way. So think back to when you were a child. Were there any indications that you might need uh, to enter the healing profession? Well, thinking back, <laughs> yes. Thank you for the beautiful introduction. Um, we are all born with this innate wisdom, which manifests very much in the art of Jinshin. And so, yes, uh, when I was little, I remember sucking my thumb. And so I was uh, self-soothing and helping my digestive system and uh, helping the stomach and spleen energy. And so holding the fingers is very much a part of the art of Jinshin, and we do this all the time. You see it a lot in children. You know, when you say that, it's really funny, but I have twin granddaughters, and um, mm -hmm. they 
both sucked their thumb. The two older girls did also for a little while, but the, the, the twins sucked their thumb for a long while. And I, I actually felt they were being encouraged because everybody said how cute it was. And I, I, my children didn't do that. They may have had anxiety, uh, but they were in a quiet environment and maybe my grandchildren were in a more active environment. You know, nowadays, with all the uh, social media and Internet and everything else, people are moving faster and in a different way. So maybe that was the difference. Right. So, so that is usually when the the um, energy of holding the psalm is is less of uh, a need at that time. Very often, children tend to stop at that time, and then we go into another cycle of energy, and we may hold different uh, areas in the body. So, the locations, the fifty-two locations, twenty-six on the right and twenty-six on the left that you mentioned, we tend to hold these. For example, if you hold your upper arm and you're helping allergies, and you're helping the lungs or the heart. So we hold these areas, our our fingers, all the time. And uh, that's part of the beauty of the art of Jinshin, that it feels so natural, and it is natural. It is natural. It's been with us uh, since the beginning of time, and people were using uh, these innate uh, spiritual gifts without even being taught and if you'll watch people's body language, uh, you will see that very often people cross their legs, they cross their arms. They're protecting these energy centers from uh, the outside environment or uh, from toxicity from uh, other people. And it, it, it's okay. It's all okay. But yeah. under- understanding how it works is very valuable. And that's why I'm so grateful uh, that I got into Reiki energy healing and I have been able to help so many people uh, with the knowledge uh, and the training uh, that I have had over many years with many different teachers, always enhancing and learning more. I also studied cranial sacral energy healing, which is very similar to what I do Reiki. It's just uh, cranial sacral uses a teeny bit more pressure on the different points mm-hmm. than Reiki and uh, ginseng. But yes, absolutely, if more people were availed of this uh, technique, uh, they would be able to manage uh, their emotions and anxiety and also other health issues that they deal with. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Now, tell us something about your family. I know you come from a family of Holocaust survivors. Uh, tell us how that mm-hmm. may have affected you and and your direction I, into the healing arts. I think I probably always had some anxiety growing up, and um, I always was looking for this something uh, bigger than myself, something that would connect me and to a bigger source. Uh, to feel really in alignment. And as I was reading uh, books about philosophy, like, for example, Krishnamurti, when I was 18, I was reading that, um, I always felt very good. And so when I took my first workshop of the art of Jinshin, or also known as Jinshin Jitsu, uh, I really felt that connection to this, this bigger energy. And so that's what we're actually using when we're practicing. We're using universal energy 
and bringing the individual body back in rhythm with this universal energy. And when it's not connected, that's when we tend to get out of harmony. So it's all about bringing back harmony into the body. Yes, and our, our, our nation and our world is out of harmony with the alignment to this universal energy. That's why we're seeing uh, so much trauma in uh, every community. Such a, uh, mm-hmm. a, you know, in olden times there was communities um, were greatly connected to their natural source of energy. There were shamans in the communities to help people. And uh, we've lost a lot of that and what you're talking about, my Reiki and Jinxin and all these other energy healing modalities are helping people to actually feel their energy and to know themselves, yeah. know, know themselves as more than just their physical being. That's what's happened. We've become so interested in the world and other people's expectations and judgments that we've forgotten our innate timeless and eternal soul gifts and, and, and that, that is true. and life's such a continuous circle whether in the body or beyond the body since there's no death only a transition to our original state of energy so uh, through meditation uh, through energy healing many different types you can open mm-hmm. up and connect to a higher vibration and know you're not alone there is a bigger yeah. creative force that we're dealing with and, and we yeah. we all feel that we all feel that like some days you feel like you're in alignment and things just go your way and fall mm-hmm. into place and you feel happy and good that's when we are connected it's just as simple as that it's not something that is very esoteric or out there we all uh are doing that um at times and so jinshin or other these other modalities that you're mentioning they will bring an awareness to that and they will also offer a way how to to get back to that when we are not in alignment Absolutely. In, a, in a very simple and easy way mm-hmm. so what and, what, yeah. what is the art of jinsen tell us exactly what it is it, it, it is a form of energy medicine. Like you said, it's similar to acupuncture, but we just use our hands. And we use our hands as, as jumper cables. So we apply them. If you work on someone else, um, you don't give your own energy or you don't take energy from the person, but you tap into this universal energy. So you just, just as you place your hands, the energy in the body will start to move. So this book I wrote, The Art of Jinshin, is all about self-help and uh, learning different self-help routines to harmonize the energy in the body. Because when the energy um, stops moving freely, it's usually because of, of stress or, like you said, environment or diet or... Um, or whatever emo- is happening in the yeah, world, or emotional, emotional attitude. traumas from your and childhood, or or a divorce, or yes. a loss of job. So stress is built up, and your body goes out of Genetic alignment. Pro- genetics, exactly, yes. and even genetics, yes. So, uh, so by placing your hands, you harmonize the energy. And the art of Jinshin is a very uh, specific uh, technique. So there is a big technique to it, and it's also an art. So it's a creative process as well. And so for me, personally, it became a lifetime study, and I'm still learning, and it's a beautiful, beautiful art. And for other people, they may pick up this book and do simple, simple self-help to relieve uh, symptoms. 
once I, I, I studied at the uh, Association for Research and Enlightenment in the city, but I started to study a week after I was in Toronto at a psychic um, spiritual development workshop, and I had hurt my knee, and uh, there were lots of hills there, and I was really having trouble maneuvering the place. And one of my teachers said to me, well, go to the healing session. I didn't know what that was. So this was over 20 years ago. So I went, and this man put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, you're a healer. You can do this. And then he put, he played a little soft music, and he put his hands on my knee, the bad knee, and I felt heat and a vibration and like a, a realignment of the ligaments and tendons. And I, I, I thought to myself, well, what is this? How is this happening? And if my parents were alive, they might think I'm with aliens. That's how foreign it was mm -hmm. to, to me. So what, what I want to say to people out there listening, you must have an experience. Or talking about it is... Um, you know, maybe just words to you if you've never had an experience and felt the energy move through your body. You can do this mm -hmm. simply by rubbing your hands together and holding them apart and you'll start to feel the vibration. But until that time that I was introduced to it, I knew nothing about it and it was as foreign as can be. And since I have... Um, developed over time and use it all the time for myself and others, it has grown and I am always learning new things about myself, about the energy of the universe, about other people and it is truly a gift from spirit, any of these energy healing modalities because they remind you who you are, that you're a spiritual being, having a physical life, and you have so much potential to create happiness and joy and health if you mm -hmm. work from within yourself, right? So that's what I say. So for our listeners, I'm hoping that you're going to try all these techniques so that you can open up your mind and heart and also help yourself physically spiritually and emotionally. Now, how did you get introduced to it? I just told you how I got introduced. I had an injury, and I happened to be in a place where it was available. Well, well that's interesting, because I had an injury, too. I had a knee injury as well. I was a dancer. I came from Holland uh, at 18 to be a dancer in New York, and I did a turn one day, and I had this knee injury. And so that's how I got to it. And the lady who became my teacher... She also, she did something with my toes and I was able to go back to rehearsal the next day. And then she taught me how to do some simple holds on myself and I was able to maintain it. And uh, so that's how I got into it uh, as well. I just wanted to also say to the listeners that if you place your hand, let's say, on, on the right shoulder and it feels tight, if you just simply hold it, it will start to release. Mm -hmm. And that is when the energy starts to flow. And another easy way to feel the energy move is you feel a pulsation. When you hold it gently, you will feel a pulsation in the different spots that you're holding. And that's the energy moving all the way to the core and back up to the surface. 
that's when energy starts to move in the body. So that's an easy way to access it. Well, you know, when I do an energy session on a client, I always suggest to them that they might feel heat, heat or cold or tingling or stretching or any of different, many different sensations. And it doesn't matter where my hands will be placed. My hands may be placed at their temples, but they may feel the energy in a right knee, in a left foot, at their uh, solar plexus. It, it, it moves. The energy is intelligent that we're connecting to, <clears throat> and it moves exactly where it is needed to release and unblock any of the trauma or um, just simply blockages that develop over time and eventually cause disease or dysfunction in our life. Now, I'm going to suggest something to you you may have not thought about. But when you had that injury to your knee, it might not have been random. It might have been part of your destiny and plan for you to get to that practitioner. I believe her name was um, Philomena. Philomena. Philomena Dooley, right. So you could meet her. And you could begin to study this because maybe you were born to do this and that had to happen in order for you to move to uh, create your book and teach this and 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 benefit from it and help others benefit. So I I just wanted to suggest it wasn't random. It was part of your life plan and destiny. Yes, this became absolutely my life's work and my life's passion. And I also have an institute here in New York called Jinshin Institute and where we teach a lot of classes and practice circles and I'm sharing a lot with the world uh, also through Facebook. So, yes, it's definitely my passion and love and uh, I, uh, I decided to devote my life to it and I even stopped dancing after a while because this is really what I wanted to do. Uh, more often the well, whole time. <laughs> so. I, I, I find many people who are in the creative arts and ginseng and uh, Reiki are a creative art. <laughs> They're a part of our flow yeah. with the universe and our dance with the universe and dancing was a form at that time for you to move your spirit uh, through this physical life. But I feel, and I always say to people, whenever a person is awakened, as you were awakened and I was awakened at the right time to go on and further our understanding of who we are as souls connected to spirit and the divine source, uh, and knowing that healing's always done on a physical, emotional, and spiritual plane, it's the right time. And, and I wrote in my book, The Living Spirit, For years, the metaphysical community has predicted a tremendous shift in human consciousness, and it is happening now. More than ever, people are feeling the need to rediscover their life's purpose, and the economic downturn in recent years has given many the freedom, opportunity, and necessity to change their lives and work. Energy healing, including Reiki, healing touch, Jin Shin, reflexology, chiropractic adjustments, acupuncture, massage and body work, rolfing, polarity, Traeger, chromotherapy, and so on and so on, so many, osteopathic manipulation and other modalities 
has become one of the fastest growing fields of complementary health care, and it is part of my mission, as it is, Alexis, part of your mission to help healers develop their God-given gifts. So the Living Spirit and your book, The Art of Jinshin, they're not just for healers, but for anyone who wants to awaken to their soul's mission and to the incredible plan that God has for each of us. So what kind Yeah, I really wrote Yeah, go ahead. What kind of different conditions or diseases have you worked with and has Jinshin been able to help? So tell us about a couple of your 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 people, the people you've worked with and how you have helped them. Well, today I worked with somebody who has a vertigo. And so it's very important for me to understand what the cause is. So um, I do a little bit of, uh, of an intake with the person and talk to them. And then mm-hmm. you, and usually we find out very quickly why it's there. And that's why also Jinshin is so effective because we go to the cause. And it's very, very specific. So like where Reiki is more general treatment, this is very... Um, very individualized, and so I, yeah, I found the cause. Of well, I, I, I have I to say, me. Reiki is also very specific, and I read about some of the ways you've helped people uh, with infertility and children with anxiety, mm-hmm. and I do exactly the same. I work with spirit, and I uh, meditate, and I get a reading for people before they come in. And the reading helps determine what they're dealing with, either psychologically, physically, emotionally, or in past times and places, lives before now. I think we're doing exactly the same thing, to be very honest Mm -hmm. with you. Now let's go on to who is Jinshin and all these energy healing modalities for? It's really for anybody. and um, Everybody. Yeah, it's for everybody. It's for everybody. Yes, absolutely. Right? Children it's, can use it. They yes. can hold certain fingers, or parents can use it. Even uh, pets. Their children to even pets bring them. can benefit even from pets, it. Even pets. There's a pet in the book. It's actually my pet. Mm-hmm. It's in the book as well. You see my son holding the pet. And uh, or older people. You see older people in the book as well. They can help to harmonize their blood pressure or heart projects or... You name it, once the energy starts to move, then the body can heal itself, and that's the basic principle. And that's those words you just studied are very, very important. Self-heal. People think in with Western allopathic medicine that we need a pill, a surgery, a treatment, and they they don't want to try themselves because it takes time a little more time perhaps than they want to invest in it uh, to, you know, fix something that may have been a long time in developing. Illness doesn't happen overnight. Your body has been absorbing these negative blockages over time, and it might take a little time to unblock it. But but the beauty of self-healing without... Medic, you know, medications or surgery is very wonderful because the less we use those yes, yeah. toxic forms and the more we tap into our, our own ability to connect to universal energy for healing, the better it is for everybody concerned. I mean, Western medicine serves a purpose too. 
All right, if a person's suffering yes, yes. And, 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 and medicine and can help them. Yeah, but we don't want it to be long-term, and we don't want people to think that they have an illness or disease that they must live with forever and ever. Because, you know, even if a diabetic comes to you or I, and we work with them, they might not cure it completely if the pancreas is not working fully, but they might be able to utilize the medicine and have um, better functioning all over because the energy medicine will help them greatly. So, so that's, that's the point we're making. We need to use both. We need to use the Western allopathic and we need to use alternative healing uh, to get the best out of our lives. And that's what we want. We were born to live and to be healthy and prosperous and joyful and and these are the ways that we can learn to do that. So what do you want people to take away um, from your book? It's a beautiful book. The pictures and the um, the ways you simply show people how to approach this and uh, even the cover is just so artful and tasteful. Like an artist. Thank you were you. a dancer, so you were an artist. <laughs> and and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. And I even showed my twin granddaughters, the two who used to suck their thumbs for so long, who are very intuitive, creative children, how to do a few simple hand movements every day. I said, do this every morning, and you're going to tell me what you're feeling when I come and see you next time. So... Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, um, yeah, I would like to, people to take away that uh, anybody has to, the power really in the hands to harmonize their energy and make themselves feel better, help symptoms if they have symptoms or have created daily self-help routine that will align us and set us up for the day and or just hold a finger uh, to harmonize, for example, if you hold your index finger, you're helping to harmonize anxiety and fear. So even a simple hold like that, you're practicing jinshin. And so it's for anybody. So I hope people will get, will get that from the book and from our talk today. Yes, I'm sure they will. And, you know, over the years, I've always noticed my husband has a habit to take his left hand and hold his right wrist and that harmonizes mm-hmm. the neurological system. And exactly. nobody nobody taught him this, but he knew yeah. it instinctively. And I'm, I, he does this over years. It's just something he, yeah, it's that, com- that yeah. Com- yes, that comforts him and, and gives him more balance. So I want to thank you, Alexis Brink, author of The Art of Jinshin, for sharing your personal journey and your discovery of the ability we all have as spiritual beings to reconnect to the energy of divine source of creation and healing and finding simple ways to improve our health, our mind, body, and spirit for greater joy and positivity in our everyday lives. To read about this ancient but potent healing modality, Jin Jin, and to purchase the book, go to Alexis Brink. Dot com or Amazon.com. Um, Is that correct? Yes, uh, well, it's JinshinInstitute.com, J-I-N-S-H-I-N-Institute.com, or yes, like you say, the book is available on Amazon. 
Thank as you. Well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have explored two amazing healing modalities from Japan, Jinshin and Reiki. And it is Alexis and my great pleasure to bring to as many people as possible the great value and joy we have found in these healing arts and been grateful to practice for the last 25 years. Before one knows how to self-heal, they struggle with many physical and emotional issues. They may succumb to depression and doubt, but eventually are guided to people and ways to improve life. And it is when we decide to be consistent, patient, accept whatever health issue we have, and find the most positivity in all that we experience, that we actually conquer fear the fear that often created in the first place. Alexis and I are happy to see how much awareness there is in the medical field, hospice, hospital situations, and with so many people incorporating energy healing into their everyday lives, and by doing so, helping themselves to fully know themselves, where they come from, and the innate inner wisdom they have to create their best version of themselves. Reiki and Jinshin are much more than a healing system for the body. They are the key to live a balanced, harmonious, loving lifestyle, which ultimately advances the practitioner, the client, the world, and the universe. We suggest you try a session and begin to feel the power of your own energy flow freely and lovingly through your body and into the world. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to and read about authors and leaders in the metaphysical, science, spiritual, educational, medical, political, and the arts and science. Look, we're looking, we're all looking for ways to enjoy life, love, and improve life on all levels. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.